and the history of slavery and how that is, you know, really impacted the African community to death. In this conclusion episode, we you know, find ways to, you know, make that relationship better. And Nigerians that are listening to this show, I'm very happy to announce that there's a wonderful twist at the end of this podcast episode that you don't want to miss. And if you're never Nigerian, you can still relate to this. So make sure to listen to the entire episode. Or if you're impatient like me, you can just skip to the end. But it's probably the first time it's ever been done on any podcast platform that I can think about. I'd also like to use the opportunity to thank all of you for your support, for, you know, just overwhelming number of positive comments I have received. It means a lot to me to know that there's, there's that connection I'm beginning to build, you know, with so many of you. And there's so much support that I'm getting. I'm going to keep trying my best to make sure that this platform represents just that. An avenue for us to keep telling our stories. I also want to encourage you, please, to go on iTunes um, store and look for the podcast, The More Simple Podcast. Do not forget to hit that subscribe button because the more subscribers I get on the podcast, the higher the visibility and also a wider platform to keep telling the stories because I want to take this, you know, bigger. I've resigned to the fact that it's not about me. And so wherever this goes, I'm, I'm willing to go with it. But I need your help to get to that level where we're getting a lot of attention and people are listening to our stories. So don't forget to go on iTunes and subscribe. And if you don't have an iPhone or if you cannot download uh, the iTunes app on your Microsoft Windows, Windows PC, then you just go on the website www.mostable.com and you know listen to the episodes. They're all freely available on there, and you can also hit the subscribe button on there and type in your email address so that way you're alerted when new episodes are uploaded. I'm open to more comments on you know things to do better. If there are other ideas you have to engage you know with people more, please let me know because. I'm ready for this. I'm ready to just be used as a vessel, whatever that means. But um, I can't do that without you. So leave comments and rate the podcast on iTunes and subscribe as well. Those are the three things that I really love to have you guys do to help with this podcast. Um, Don't forget to go on iTunes to subscribe and also leave positive reviews or any kind of reviews. I don't mind if they're not positive. Basically, I just want to hear from you. I'm I'm that desperate. And don't forget to share on Facebook. Um, Tell your friends about this podcast. If you know anybody that might be a good fit for the podcast send them my way i mean i'm recording almost every night now hearing stories from different people and i'm so excited about the number of episodes that i've that i even have lined up so thank you thank you thank you well this is the concluding episode enjoy the show hello everyone i am marcibel and this is the marcibel podcast kept giving us examples. A theory I'm just showing out there, it goes back to that connection. To look at the Jewish um, community, their history is so rich. They were able to preserve all of that, you know, um, through, for example, and Frank's diary and all the victims of uh, Auschwitz. And then looking at Vietnamese, um, all the killings they had, like the Mai Lai um, massacre and, you know, the, the casualties of the war. There's a way they can able to retrace so many things. Could it be that the reason why there's still this disconnect, especially among African Americans, it still goes back to that connection? Possibly, but I, you know, it's it's really kind of amazing because it's not that many years that have actually passed that culturally the African uh, connection has was completely wiped out. I mean, um, so I don't know. I mean, but there's absolutely no connection between the two continents. I mean, there is that, 
And maybe it was because that when the slaves were brought to the Americas and they were sold, that they were not kept within their tribal units. They were, they were separated. So um, you're not really sure if the two, like if people were able to communicate. Yeah. Because the languages were different. So what, in order to, um, for them to be able to talk to one another, English became the, the language. I see. Because the overseer spoke English, um, there wasn't enough of individuals to connect, connect, and uh, and what was it, um, pr- promote the, their culture. So it all got lost, and so as a result, you have uh, people that no longer um, no longer um, connect with each other or see themselves as from a particular country. It's just amazing that that short period of time that an, an entire culture was uh, wiped out. And I think it was because the slaves assimilated among themselves. Yeah. And it was probably discouraged to, um, to try to pursue your own culture. Because I can't see... I, I mean, you would probably be more of a... Of a um, be able to describe this better than I... But say, for instance, the uh, a Kenyan and a Nigerian. Is there anything mm-hmm. common between the two? Um, phenotypically, we look black. Well, for the most part, depending on the shade of Nigerian or Kenyan, then you are. But, but really, or maybe our hair. Like the, no, 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 like. no. Even within Nigeria, there are so many diverse, you know, cultures speaking different languages and presenting in different ways. No, no, what different? Okay, so just think about that, that there's a Nigerian and a Kenyan, and now they're placed on a plantation together. The, uh, they yeah. are unable to communicate with one another or share any cultural experience because they don't, there's nothing in common between the two. Yeah. Is that a statement? So then, that is a first statement, yeah. Then what you have is that in order for them to be able to survive and thrive, they have to find a common denominator. So now, in order to um, to live, they're going to have to assimilate a culture that is actually foreign to them, but it's one where they both can uh, survive or thrive with. That makes sense. <sighs> All right. Well, um, I think now we should move to the Mardi Gras section of the podcast, and then we can come back with your final thoughts. Welcome back to the Mardi Gras section of the podcast. All right. Um, so the question you have, you're a world traveler. What's the next stop and why? Oh, I'm not really a world traveler, but I do have this little island that I thoroughly enjoy going to. and What's that? Uh, Santo Domingo, the, the Dominican Republic. Oh, really? Why? Well, you know, that was one place that I went and I got off the plane and I said, oh, all these people look like me. Oh. Yeah, and so that was kind of an eye-opener. Yeah. But um, it's a beautiful little island. The weather is, for the most part, is um, is very nice. I've managed to, over the time, uh, to to meet people that have become personal friends of mine. Yeah. And it's a place where I can get away. As a kid, I was always dreaming about all these things that I could. I, I don't know where these things came out of my head, but. I always thought, I said, you know, I'd love to have, be able to go somewhere and just kind of relax and not do anything. 
And yeah. one of the places I thought, actually it was older, I was, one of the places I really liked was Key West. That was one of the places I thought I was going to retire to. Uh. But I didn't, uh, I didn't do that. Uh, I did visit there, and I loved it. But then uh, things, circumstances changed, and, I, and uh, I ended up doing the exact opposite that was that I, what I planned to. Because what I was planning to when I retired, I was going to sell my house and then move to Key West. The exact opposite occurred is that I did sell my house, but I bought another one. <laughs> in Oklahoma City? And here, in, uh, here in Midwest City. The house that I bought here in Midwest City should have been the one that I was should have bought in Key West. So anyway, Aww. but there was a reason why that happened. And uh, there was by, my, at the time my mom was ill, and I so I had the small house, and my, I thought my mom was going to be living with me, so I bought a bigger house. And as uh, before all that transaction played out, my mom passed away. So I was oh, stuck. With my a, I was stuck with a bigger house. But, but I like my house, so that's okay. I like my. House. But another way to think about it is Midwest City, Key West. Uh, they both have West in common. So yeah. There you go. So there, but now, I, but I have this little place. I, I do have a little apartment in in the, the Dominican Republic that I yeah. like. I go there periodically. Hopefully. I'm going to be going in May. Well, so, good. Have fun. But I also, um, I would like to travel more. Along that line, now that you've found, you know, just what your breakdown is as far as where you're from, are you planning a trip to any of those countries? And might I recommend Nigeria first? <laughs> well, you know, that's not the first thing that comes to mind. I think I just need to focus on that more and say, this is something I need to do. I need to put that as a number one priority. Yeah. And go and see um, that beautiful country because I I really do want to 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 do that. I do wish that you feel that connection. In addition to you know knowing more about your paternal grandmother. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. I I really uh, want to do that. So now one thing I know you really love is Nigerian movies. Oh, yeah. So quickly, why do you? And on behalf of Nigerians, I want to say thank you. You're probably contributing to the growth of Nollywood because you watch it more than all of us do. So thank you very much. <laughs> Why do you love Nigerian movies? Because the way you, know, you describe I, it to me is the way I, I talk to my Korean friends about the Korean dramas that I watch. And I saw that in you, and I want to keep encouraging that because I think it, it's really fantastic that you love Nigerian movies. So tell yeah. me why, Bill. Uh, well, there's, uh, I like a good drama, and there's mm-hmm. always lots of drama. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and there's always this this really interesting interaction between um, there's always a strong matriarch. I don't know why that is. If that's something that's just a cultural thing, but usually the 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 the, the female character, the main character, is always the very strong person in that movie, and that person seems to sets the stage for everything to happen. Even though that she might be married to someone. But yeah. she's always the person that is that's going to uh, influence what's going to happen next, yeah. and I find that really kind of fascinating. Um, the, I think I told you the other day I was going to watch. I haven't watched the flight of the um, Abula. Um, oh, is it the flight uh, to Abuja? Yes, I, I was oh, yeah, going to watch. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I haven't watched yeah. that. I, I, I hadn't had time to watch it, but that was the one that I was told that I should watch. I have another relative that likes Nollywood movies. And so we were talking together, you know, exchanging. She's the one that, that recommended I, I, I watch that one. But yeah. some of the other, I, I think I've watched over a half a dozen of those. 
And I found there's a, um, on uh, Sling, there's yeah. a, there's an African station yeah. that features those. I, I have uh, ample access to those movies. So, um, like, it's always good, too, you know, to see uh, black people in movies, and I like that, too. So I think that's kind of the reason why I watch it, because there are black actors, black topics, black subject matter, even though it's not uh, culturally relative to a black American, but yeah. it is, it is uh, relative to a black individual. So that's the reason why I like them. It's really, really good. And along that line, I would like to um, keep encouraging you, especially given that you're 7% Nigerian. I really don't care about the other percentages there. I'm picking on the 7%. <laughs> so I've already seen you as one of our own. And um, so I want you to know that I'm always here. If you have any questions about Nigeria, I, I wouldn't be able to answer all of them. But if I don't know the answers to those questions, I would definitely point to the right resources. Whatever questions you want to ask, um, whatever things you want to clarify, just know that I'm your African sister, just, you know, across the table from you, doing Toastmasters and also outside of Toastmasters. And now I'd like to give you a Nigerian name, because I promised oh, I was going to do that. I, I'm excited about that. Yeah, drum roll. <laughs> yeah, I thought deeply about it. I thought deeply about it, because I wanted to have memes. And one of the things about the names for my tribe, Yoruba, and I want to say that for most parts of Nigeria as well, our names have meaning. And there's a saying in my, in my tribe that, meaning you have to look at the house and the circumstances behind the child's birth before you give them a name. So I thought deeply, long and hard about what kind of name. And it finally came to me. So your name is Babawale. And I will text that to you and send that to you after this. And that means oh, father has come you. home. Thank you. It means Baba so means father and Wale means home. So Baba oh. Wale means father has come home. And I think he embodies everything, you know, that you and what I've also observed about. You're longing for that connection, and I want that to thrive. Because it's, you're Nigerian now, as far as I'm concerned. The only thing uh, you have to do is roll out the red carpet and walk on you back home whenever you do want to come. Well, thank you so much. That is, that's a wonderful honor. Uh, it's like, you know, the other day when I was, I, I never really knew your name either, because yes. uh, you used the nickname, and... Um, from just looking at Doctor, I saw that name. I said, "Oh gosh, that is so beautiful." Yeah. Why? Uh, it's not difficult to pronounce. I, I think I kind of slurred it, but I love uh, Motolana. Motolani. 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 Yeah, it's okay. I think that is so beautiful. Thank and then you. your last name is also. Yeah. Uh, it's almost musical. Obusana, so, yeah, um, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So uh, thank you so much. That is that, uh, this is such an honor to, that you uh, found a name that I uh, will uh, will treasure and uh, remember always. Oh, you're welcome. And I'll break it down so, to you. I'll I'll put it with the accents that's supposed to be there because our names are very tonal. Like the Yoruba names are very tonal. Do re mi. So Motolani is re mi mi. Motolani mi. See, but see, you're using the uh, the musical terminology yes. to describe us. That's why I said it was yes. very musical. Yeah. It is music. Baba wale do mi mi mi. Yes. Which yeah. asks, which kind of begs the question. My roommate had the first name of Sunday, and I don't know if that if he had angle ties then or what. No, that's an English name. It's not a well. It's a common Nigerian name for people born on Sundays. But I bet it had maybe a middle name that was his tribe or for whatever okay. tribe it was. Yeah, I didn't know the middle name, but I remember the first name was Sunday. Yeah, and the last name you gave me, it's very hard to like trace. But you said Fadalu. 
Fadula. Yeah. So if anybody knows any Sunday Fadula that schooled in University of Oklahoma in 1963, right? Yes. Please get in contact with me. His roommate, Bill James, from University of Oklahoma, and he used to live, uh, I mean, um, Mr. Sunday was in the Wilson's dormitory, right? Yeah, it was uh, Wilson Center. W- Wilson um, Center? And, and the, the dorm, the, the, actually, it was called Irving House. It was Wilson Irving Center, House? and Irving House was actually the dorm. Okay. So if your grandfather or your dad went to school in Oklahoma, at the University of Oklahoma, in 1963 for grad school, their roommate, Bill James, would like to connect with them. You only roommate for like a semester, but you still remember them from way back. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> are there any final thoughts you have that you'd like to share, Bill? No. Um, other than uh, thank you so much for all that you're doing. Um, I really enjoyed um, talking with you and expressing my thoughts uh, for what yeah. they were worth. So I really enjoyed this, and I think there's a lot to be shared. Yeah. Just need to find a vehicle to do so, and I think we're yeah. well on the way. And if I can be of any assistance in facilitating that, I'll be more than happy to do so. Thank you. Thank you very much. The episode before this was looking at this same relationship between Africans and African Americans, but from an African's perspective. So having you on board was for me to have a balanced story to tell because I have a bias already because I am African. So um, by virtue of that, my opinions are drawn from my experiences. But I can't be talking about African Americans. I don't have an African American on, on board to you know, air out some of the questions I have and also some of the perceptions I have held about African Americans and our relationship with them. And thanks for you know, the responses you gave us. My hope is that we can keep the conversations going, not just talking about it on the peripheral, but finding how we can you know, um, rise above whatever it is. Yes. For example, poverty and helping African Americans, especially people like you, Bill, that want to connect that African. How can we help you, you know, along that journey to understand that Africa is always home and we're willing right. to welcome you. We want to yes. help you navigate that. We want you to feel that connection. Because that's one of the things I know about Nigerians. I live here in the U.S., but I know there's a home. I might not be 100% Nigerian anymore for a while, but I know if I do go home, someone, I know my, my village, I know where my my father's villages but that part that is missing for African Americans I feel like there's a way there's, there's so much we can do as Africans to help you guys with that yes, connection yes well thank you I feel a new connection so thank you so much that gives me uh, a great deal of pride and yes. uh, so that I know that uh, I can find you know some place that I can really identify with so so I can no longer be the black guy from Oklahoma. Oklahoma City. No, you're no longer Bill James from Oklahoma City. You're now Bill Babali James yes. from Nigeria. Yes. Who happens to just live in Oklahoma City, okay? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of names. And you love Nigerian movies already. So that's 7%. I think they made a mistake. It probably was 70%. You probably need to read that analysis again. I think there's a zero missing at the end of the analysis. That's a true statement. It's really, really been nice, you know, hearing from you. And if you're African-American listening to this podcast, I just want you to know that, you know, there's so many Africans like me that are finding ways to connect. So if you do, if you do find somebody around you that you like to, you know, talk more about some of, you know, things we've talked about today, please do that. And if you want to also email me on the show, if you want to be a guest and talk more about this, I'm more than happy to have you on board. My email address is talktomo at com. You can also check out the website, www.mosebo.com. Today I've had the privilege of interviewing Leo James, who is a seasoned Toastmasters, a DTN, by the way, a distinguished Toastmasters, also a Nigerian. 
who happens to live in Oklahoma City and we've talked a lot about the relationship between African and African Americans and also how to begin to build that connection back. This has been the More Civil Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review on iTunes and I look forward to catching you guys again on another episode of the More Civil Podcast. I remain your host, More Civil, and have a good day. Bye. All right, Bill, that was it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. I really appreciate you know you doing this over and over again, and I I feel like the second part was even as good, if not even better than the first. Part. And I'll be glad to do it again, whatever you want me to. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs>